All right, we're recording. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yep. Where we take our real life group text conversations and bring them to real life. I am one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tommy Ain't Got No Job, a.k.a. We Got Six New Emmy Nominations, dog. Oh, boy. I'm just going to... Put my mic down and headphones and go do something real quick while you AKA you're gonna that's, be that's to Wellington six, Park. AKA that's six of them things that we got nominated for yesterday. That's that's not one, that's not two, that's not three, that's not four, that's not five, that's six of them things. That's Michael Jordan out there jump. Six of them things we got nominated for. Nominated for what? You know, a couple, couple of different categories, outstanding uh Picture editing for variety programming, outstanding variety special pre-recorded, outstanding directing, outstanding sound mixing, outstanding technical direction, outstanding writing for variety special. Six of them things. That's that's that Michael Jordan, not that LeBron three, not that Kobe five. That's that Mike Jordan six. I, I AKA, mean. AKA. We already got some Emmys, a.k.a. we already got Grammys, a.k.a. producers produce. You finished that? I mean, I just, you know, the people want to know what's going on. You know, that's why they listen. They want to know what's going on. They want they want to know about not four, not five, but six. That's what they wanted to know about. So, yeah, I'm done now. <laughs> okay, well, I'm the smug dude. Welcome love, to the podcast. Uh, love that, love that first mug. I forgot what my intro was. Like after all of that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm one of your co-hosts, the smug dude. Love that first mug, and the storyteller. So uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. And uh, next couple of weeks, we might have some news for y'all for. Uh, Another location you be able to check us out, but right now we are we keeping it on the low though. Keeping it on the low though. We keeping it on the low. Yeah, keeping it on the low though. We don't want we don't we don't want bust the news out till the news is final. So, but uh, might be some other places y'all can check us out coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> so we had uh, a question for the week. No shout outs this week, right? I mean, do you have any shout outs? Nah, we like no, to no give shout-outs. like thirty six thousand every week, so. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, who nah, are nah. you? No, no shout uh, Who was your crew? No, 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 no shout outs this week. No, no shout outs to anybody this week. Well, one shout out. I like to give a shout out to, to my man, Mr. Emmy, you know, for those six nominations. I appreciate that. But yeah, we had a, a question this week from uh, this is on Instagram, B underscore Walker 23. And at first, I didn't understand the question, but uh, I figured it out. I Googled it. So his question was, have you ever had food that was worth $150,000? And I was like, what the hell does that mean? So then I Googled that, and what I realized he was talking about was your man Lou Will, when he busted 
the bubble for the NBA and he went to the strip club and got some wings. So because he got suspended for two games or he has the quarantine for two games, that's costing him $150,000. So I guess the question is, has you had any food that's that damn good with $150,000? <laughs> no. Hell I, no. Nah, uh, right. uh, so I, I would switch this question up a little bit. So what's the, what's the best meal or food that you've ever had? I know mine. You go I to yours mine. first. Cause I, I, I don't know. All right, so mine, shout out to my shout out to my Philly crew listening. It's this place in Philly called Powelton Pizza. And they got this sandwich called the Oafwich. Good Lord. It is the greatest sandwich I've ever had in my life. It is chicken, bacon, spinach, and some kind of special sauce. I don't know what is on, I don't know what that special sauce is. But it ain't nothing I've ever had. Like, we used to drive from D.C. to Philly. My boy Lewis, he'd be like, yo, I'm, I'm just going to drive to Philly this week and get a couple of Ofridges. Like, friends, that when they, when they know they're coming from Philly, they're coming to D.C., they stop and give me an Ofridge. Greatest meal I've ever had. I mean, of course, you know, steak and all that kind of stuff. But Ofridge, greatest meal I've ever had. Shout out to Philly. Yeah, I, I mean, my favorite thing is Dover Soul. It's a white fish. Uh, they have it at Joe's, uh, not Joe's Crab Shack. That's what I was about to say. That's not classy. <laughs> uh, Joe's Stone Crab. Okay. Yeah. All right. You ever been there before? Where's that at? Well, they have one in D.C., like 15th and like I Street, but it originated like really in like Miami. They all, you oh, know, okay. Yeah, they all I think over. I've been to one in Miami. Yeah. Is it near South Beach? I don't know. I, you know, I've been to a lot of places. I've never been to Miami, bro, besides the airport. For I real? You've never been to Miami? Haven't lived before, I guess, huh? Man, I, I thought every everybody from my area, like, that was, it, during that time, man, it's like going to Miami was like going to Wild World. Uh, yeah, I've I never been there before. So, right. so you ready for, for this week's A Young? Hey, man. A Young. Young. So I'm going to keep it simple, like real short and sweet. I had two of them. I'm not going to do both of them. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm mad I didn't buy that stock, though, uh, Kodak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seriously, I, I wish somebody should have just let me know that. Yo, I, I was looking right before we came on. The dude, his stock went from, it was like worth like two, two million. And now that junk's worth $225 million. In like a twenty four hours, like twenty four hours, right? And we'll t- maybe we'll talk about that next week. But yeah, but nah, this 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 week's a young goes out to your goat. I like him too, but that's your goat. Back, I was watching the, uh, you know, you Mister Documentary, Mister Allegedly Emmys, and all that kind of stuff. Producers produce. Um, you got to watch that Stefan Marbury documentary have you seen it yet nah nah it's, it's it's on my it's on my two watch list though all right so it's really good i won't spoil it for you but there is one part in there where they talk about you remember when uh he can't stefan marbury came out with the starberries the sneakers, right, right. and he made them like affordable for everybody like so you know, that was his thing because my man always wants to get back to where he came from and to give back to people in general and so it's just like basically you know he didn't want to be owned he wanted to have ownership but he also wanted to 
give kids and families the opportunity to be able to uh, uh, to afford to have a you know a nice pair of sneakers, game sneakers, right? So your goat comes out and says, "Man, I'm paraphrasing, but I ain't about to wear no twenty dollars sneakers." <laughs> <laughs> he keeping it real. Man. No, we 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 got a uh, we got a standard that we need to live up to, and blah blah blah. And, yeah, keep it real. And shut that man whole sneaker game down, Joe. <laughs> like, just shut it down. So nobody wanted to buy sneakers because LeBron said that he wasn't gonna wear the twenty dollars. Would never wear twenty dollars sneakers. So now kids still standing in line to get their Jordans and do all that kind of stuff. And uh, little do we know, according to the uh documentary right the company went bankrupt (laughs) (laughs) shortly shortly thereafter brown brown said we ain't wearing we ain't wearing no payless sneakers so uh so i'm blaming your goat he woke now so hopefully he need now especially since this uh documentaries come out he can go back and apologize and you know tell people how he feels and maybe he can make some 120 dollars sneakers or something like that at least instead of the 220s but yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I mean, it's it's sort of a young because listen, man, how That's long a. ago young, was, I ain't know, was I didn't know LeBron said that. That's why I said a young because I was looking at it and I was like, for real, a young LeBron. Yeah, he, come he on, he was young, he was young though. I so know, but see. it was it was one of those like a young LeBron. Come on, man. That's that's the type of a young it was. You're right. He was young. It was like oh yeah. seven. He was when he first really came into the league, right? Yeah, he was like, Man, I'm about to get these hundred and fifty dollar Jordans and y'all want me to wear some twenty dollar Starburst? Man. A a young, I'm not wearing no twenty dollar shoes. A young. It's yours. It's yours. Man, it's that, that, that thing you like to talk about all the time. I guess hey, we're not going to get out of it, but anytime yeah. soon. Like, we up to 150,000 people dead? Yeah. 151, I saw right before we jumped oh, on. 151. Man. Yeah. Man, man, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, so, go ahead. I know we're talking about the stats that you sent me. Cases down yeah. in Germany, and you add some color to this. Cases down in Germany, ninety percent, right? Since the spring, yeah. Um, eighty-seven percent in France, yep. So ninety percent. Um, we're up. Wow, two hundred and seventeen percent. Yeah, yeah. We're we going the wrong direction. Yeah, we 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 going the wrong direction. Mm. And I would tell you why we go the wrong direction. Because Walmart Target will no longer enforce mask policies for fear of staff being attacked by angry customers. Think about that. <laughs> they like, yo, please wear a mask. But they don't want to do that policy anymore because it was 20 people. Co- and it's like, yo, these people make it $15 an hour. And you got people coming in, getting their face screaming at them. Yeah, I saw a video um, yesterday. There was a uh, there was an older gentleman who went into Walmart and he refused to wear his mask. And so my man at the door pretty much <laughs> walked him through the aisle trying to get him out of the way off of a chest bump. And he had his arms <laughs> wide open 
and he was like chest bumping the man like basically he right. didn't want to put his hands on him so he had his hands spread wide open like basically like you can't come in without your mask you need to leave and blah blah the dude kept pushing the guy and i was like thinking to myself the same thing like you know this 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 is an essential job you know at walmart and everything like that but man uh it, it ain't it ain't worth them number one getting themselves in trouble because they putting their hands on somebody Right. But putting themselves in harm's way at the end of the day. But again, 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 like we've been saying for the last how many weeks now? Almost yeah, 20. Yeah, it's, it's been a long damn time. Man. <laughs> Just wear your mask, man. They saying that the mask protects us and, and, and it protects everybody else around us. It protects you. It protects uh, me. It protects your grandmother. It protects your friends, your family. Just wear the mask. Like, how serious is it, man? Like, you know, it's causing problems. Just, you know, just conform. It's not even about your rights at the end of the day. Just conform to it and just, just you know, just do the right thing. Like, that don't make any sense for you to go in there, cause all that commotion over a mask. This man, all he's trying to do, the guy that I saw, there's ladies that are trying to protect the stores too as well. But right. He, all he's doing is trying to do his job, man. He's got his mask on. Everybody else that come in the store has their mask on. So, like, it just bad decisions. Once again, we keep saying it. At least I keep saying it. And you say the same thing over and over again. People got to make better decisions. And just, like, I just don't want to curse tonight, man. Just just, <laughs> <laughs> just wear your mask. I wear my mask everywhere I go. So, wear your mask. Yeah. So, I think what they should do. I was thinking about it. Like, this mask thing has been a... Like you say, it's been 20 weeks of arguments, confusion. So I think what their sign should stay at their stores is we have three employees with diabetes, two employees that have survived cancer and whatever, whatever, you know, like they can even make it up. But I mean, you know, at a place like Walmart or a place like Target, I'm sure there are a lot of people that have pre-existing conditions and just put that on the door and say, you not wearing your mask in this store could potentially kill these five employees in our store. And the reason we want you to wear your mask so you not only don't kill them, we want you to wear your mask so these people can work here. But if you're not going to wear your mask, these people cannot come to work, which means they're going to be unemployed, which means they're going to be on unemployment, which means you're going to be complaining about, look at all these people on unemployment. You're wearing the yeah. mask because they are literally five to ten people working in our store going to work every day who by you being in here without a mask you could potentially kill these people that's what the sign should stay on these doors like, i don't think it's gonna work to the store why so you're saying if I, if I tell somebody yo we got five people in here who have pre-existing conditions and if you walk in here without a mask on you could potentially kill them you think people will be like i mean i mean first of no all, no it's not gonna work because they know that now i mean you but watch the news, know. you know what's going on. People that's that's out there doing this, they know what what people are uh, are saying about how the COVID is can be stopped or how it's affecting people and they don't care. They just don't want they they're not wearing the mask because you're telling them to and it's not it's not a, a quote unquote rule and it's their right not to wear the mask. They're just being, you know, ignorant. I, I guess I guess what I'm saying is if it's on the door, right? If you walk in the door and it says like I said, you know, two people in our job in our business have diabetes, three people have cancer or recover from cancer. So it's like, I think people know it, but to actually read that as you're walking in the store, 
I just can't imagine if you walk in a store, like I said, and every store would have different numbers. So it's like this store, we have two people with diabetes. This store, we have eight people with diabetes. That's why we're asking you to wear a mask so you don't kill these people. I would hope if they read that. Again, you're probably right. But I, and, and you're right. Everybody should know that. But I think if it's like written down on paper and they actually have to read that as they're walking in, I would hope they would think differently about it. But you're probably right because this whole mask thing is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm wearing my mask. But, you should wear yours. If, I, I seen uh, like I've been going. Been, uh, I did a home improvement project over the uh, past couple of weeks. I built this table out of right. wood, and so I've been going to Lowe's. And you know, I give people looks like if they get too close to me or something when we <laughs> stand in the line, I'll look down at the little markers on the floor, right? Or I'll just be like, "Excuse me, bro. I mean, no disrespect, but can you just get give me my my six feet?" <laughs> <laughs> like give, I mean give me give me my six yeah man. give me my six feet like for real like I don't know yeah, like just be compliant nice, we should get some shirts and give me my six G- give me my six give me my yeah, uh, no you gotta edit that out <laughs> that's some money right there yeah that's edit a, that's that out a, that's some money earner right that there that actually man. could be the name of the podcast tonight give me my six <laughs> give me my six yeah that might be you gonna yeah, did man, you get the uh I can't even pronounce this hydro what is it hydro how you say it hydro hydrochloroquine come on you even Trump can say it man man whatever well this is so so That's a group guy. of doctors guys, never mind anyway a group of doctors came out and said uh, hydrochloroquine works uh this was posted on Facebook this was viewed by forty this was viewed forty four million times on Facebook before it was deleted. The doctor who led this talk, uh, I don't even know. It was a a lady and to me, she looked crazy, but there were people uh, who were telling me uh, that I should listen to it, including uh, somebody very close to me who I had to apologize because I was screaming at them because I couldn't believe that they were uh, believing this. But yeah, so so this lady said that uh, it works. But uh, let me tell you some other things that this woman says. She says most gynecological problems are caused by people having sex in their dreams with demons and witches. Alien <laughs> DNA is currently being used in medical treatments. Alien, that's right. Scientists have plans to install microchips in people and are developing a vaccine to prevent people from being religious. The government is run in part by reptilians and other aliens. The magic eight ball toy is part of a scheme to get children used to witchcraft. The Illuminati is a plan hatched by a witch to destroy the world using abortion, gay marriage, and children's toys. Harry Potter and the Wizards of Waverly are part of a scheme to introduce children to spirits and witches. That's enough, man. That's enough. If, if the listeners don't Jesus. know that this lady. One more, one more. I got in with this one. Jesus Christ will destroy Facebook servers if her videos aren't restored to their platform. So I just, you know, people close to me, people I love, you know, told me I need to listen to this lady. I mean, hey, she could be right. But the problem with you possibly being right when you say that kind of stuff is it's hard for me to believe anything you say if I hear you saying all of that stuff. man. I mean, the the one thing I will agree, and I think this has not been talked about even by my man. Fouch dog, because I think they need to talk a little bit more about 
ways to improve your immune system, you know, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, making sure you eat your fruits, fruits and vegetables. But yeah, man, it's, it's crazy to me that these people can come on. And uh, so the other doctors, it was a whole team of doctors that were out there with her. Obviously, this lady is kind of the lead. There's no evidence that the doctors group in viral video, any of them worked on the COVID front lines. A couple of them haven't even been doctors for a couple of years. She said they're this, coming in and out. They're seeing like 250 people a day or something like that. I, I, I heard a yes. video. So she said she's cured 350 people, but there hasn't been anybody that's come out and said that she cured them. She actually posted on Twitter or Facebook today asking for the people that she's cured to uh, speak up because she says otherwise she's being shut down. So, look, all I do is I always go and Google side effects. Right. <laughs> side effects. A seizure. Yellowing of your eyes. Ringing in your ears or trouble hearing. Unusual mood changes. Well, whatever. That's me anyway. So no biggie. <laughs> I don't need the medication for that. Severe muscle weakness. Loss of coordination. Underactive reflexes. Yeah. So uh, the, the I, I guess is, like you're either going to have a Rona or you're going to have a seizure. The, the thing is, is that this this drug has been approved for lupus. Like people that use uh, loop to have lupus use it. And I know somebody that has lupus. And I know she's been posting a lot ever since this for ever since it was first mentioned it was now having problems with people with lupus to get the drug because so many people were just buying it when it first was like, yo, this thing works. So now she can't get her lupus medication. Yeah. Now she's like, she's like, I'm in a lupus group where people are having problems getting, getting this drug now, which actually has been proven to work for this. And again, the thing that, Again, it just, it's the thing that just upsets me so much, and I, I'm tired of getting upset about it. It's like, let's say my man Fouch Dog, and let's say all the doctors Who in is the Fouch world, Dog? Dr. Fouch. Oh, that's your man? Yeah. You know man. him well? Hey, man, you know, we we, we, we talk about things. Man. Yeah, Fouch does know his stuff, though. I can't believe they muted him. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, he's an, he's an, he's an expert, right? But- even Michael Jordan goes two for 20 sometimes. So I don't believe everything Fauci says. I don't believe he's always right. But I do always believe, I always trust experts, people that have spent time learning. I don't think like Mike ever thing. went two for 20, by the way. Okay, three for three, four, six for 20, six for, six for 18. There we right, go. Whatever. You know, it's like, we, we've said this before, Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours. Like, people that have gone 10,000 hours can still make mistakes, but I'd rather trust a person that's done 10,000 hours. But again, let's say Fauci and all the doctors are in on this plan to not forever not to use hydrochloroquine for whatever reason. They they don't make any money off of it. Let's let's say so every doctor in the world, because it's not just an American disease. I mean, it's not just an American virus. It's happening all over the world. And as we mentioned earlier, somehow, some way, cases in Germany are down 90 percent and France, 87 percent. And they've just been saying, hey, everybody wear a mask. But let's just say that Fauci, Germany, France, Italy, Australia, they're all in on it. Why would, if there was a known cure for this, why wouldn't Delta Airlines, Spirit Airlines, the NFL, Major League Baseball, all of these companies that are, all these restaurants that are losing money, and all these businesses are shutting down. If there was a known cure, wouldn't the Delta CEO be out here screaming? talking about there's a damn cure for this disease so I can get, we can start making money again. Yeah. 
wouldn't the NFL be like, yo, man, there's a cure for this. I don't care what Fauci is saying. We 100%. know there's a cure for this so we can get our money back. 100%. Wouldn't all these restaurants, not, not, not the local mom and pop, but the big restaurants. The well, the local mom and pops were wanting some of that too, though. But I'm just saying, like, they, let's say they don't know. They don't have the mouthpiece. But I'm saying, like, the, pe- the people that run Cheesecake Factory is losing money. They'd be like, yo, I don't care what Dr. Fauci says. This hydrochloroquine works. I can prove it. So these businesses would not be out here just willingly losing millions of dollars if they thought there was really a cure. So this, like I said, you can believe that you don't have to wear a mask because you think that is unbelievable. But some lady gets on on a video on Facebook and gets 44 million views and people are like, yeah, I can see I can see how what she's saying makes sense. Is that what you told your people? To, you still you still talking to that person you were talking to yesterday? That you nah, screamed man, at. I, I, I apologize, man. I, I raised <laughs> my voice. I should I shouldn't have raised my voice, man. I, I need to put the mad rapper skit on here next time. <laughs> Tell them why you mad, it's son. It's so frustrating, man. See, like, that's the that's the I be talking about. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Though. I just don't get it. <laughs> Speaking of frustrating, your man, Dame Dash, Dame Dash of Rockefeller Records, Jay Z, Biggs, Fame. He actually had a, uh, I mean, this is a couple of years old, but he had a, he went on the Breakfast Club and he basically said, you know, he's a boss, you know, he's, he's, he's his own boss. So he basically, and he said recently, a couple of weeks ago, he said he's a general and, you know, he only, generals only deal with generals. Like we don't talk to soldiers because soldiers don't know how to do things. We just generals. And what he said on his Breakfast Club thing a couple of years ago, basically, was he said, if you're not a boss, you a slave or you a sucker. So he was basically telling the people whose radio show he was on that they were suckers because they worked for the radio station and he's his own boss. And he said, you know, basically he was saying like, if you don't have, if you, if you're not your own boss, that you, you, you're still a slave. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, Dane, you, you're not right about that, man. I mean, son, I understand. Why you mad, like, son? Yeah. Yeah. I understand. You know, you want to, you want to, you know, everybody, I, and I ain't going to say, since everybody wants to be their own boss. The truth of the matter is, Dane, everybody doesn't want to be their own boss. Nah, they some don't. People, some, people like, some people like having a job. And I always think, what, what's that thing you told uh, me and my boy a couple of years ago? You remember you said that thing about uh, I don't eat? What'd you say that thing? You remember that? What? You said, I don't eat when I don't kill. Something you said. Oh, you I eat that? what I kill. Yeah, I eat what I kill. Yeah, yeah. Eat, you know, yeah, because I've been in sales forever. So, like, right. yeah, I say I say we eat what we kill. Right. We don't kill, we don't eat. And, and some people like some people like sales jobs. And then some people like jobs where they know every week, every Thursday or Friday night at midnight, that same money going to hit their account. Right. right. Some right. people like some people like those kind of careers. Yeah. And but, some people some people like that security. Right. As an entrepreneur, too, it's funny and crazy because we'll leave a six-figure job right. to go make six figures, right? Right. Gross that ends up being half of that, 40000 right. 30000 
because we and we think we made it sometimes when you become an entrepreneur, like you go become self-employed, you leave your job, paying you a lot of money, but you forget how much it costs to be able to make that amount of money. Right. right so if right. I'm working at a company, I'm making one hundred thousand dollars, fifty thousand a year, whatever that number is. And I go somewhere else. I start my own business. Fifty thousand, man, I match my income. But you, right. you really didn't because it cost you money to sell your products and services. You know, you got overhead expenses, like, for instance, if you have an employee or something like that. So right. it's not always all cracked up to what it, you know, what people think it is. We keep talking about this, too, as well. If you um, if you don't know how you want to come across and what exactly you're saying and what message you're trying to present, you should keep your mouth closed. Because that don't make sense. Because as a, as a, right. as a, as a leader, especially in a business, what do you mean you don't talk to generals don't talk to generals right. i mean generals to only talk to generals like so right. if you have employees and you're building a team or you got partners or whatever it might be you know what i'm saying like you can't just like like we talk about sports all the time if you're the leading scorer on the team you can't only talk to leading scores right you got to talk to the guys that pass you the basketball you got to talk to the guys that get the rebounds you got to talk to the people that you know just prepare your uniforms and just the whole team effort that comes along collectively to be able to help you win the game. So I, I, I definitely, for me, I guess they call me a boss now or a general. I've all, you know, I've always been in leadership or whatever in my career, um, more than half of my career. And so I just think you should mix with everybody. And I think also with 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 your company or organization that you work for you should know how to do every single task right whether you do it or not you should know how to do it because if you expect people to be excellent in it and do the task then you should also understand how to do it so you can set the right, right expectations right for them to be able to perform their job then you can right. also have a certain expectation for yourself to to hold them accountable too as well so yeah now nah, i don't um I don't agree with that. And then also, like we were talking about, like it ain't, you know, it ain't all cut out to, you know, to be what people think it is. Like, you know, I know you're going to talk about this a little bit and tell a story about um, someone that you uh, that you uh, try to promote. Right. But like I'm sitting here working uh, still largely sheltered in place. Right. Mm-hmm. And I hear my, my, my daughter talking to my wife during the day and I'm in there working and I'm like, man. I wish I could be out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I can't because yeah. I got to slay these dragons. <laughs> you know, I got to slay these dragons every day. Or I'll hear the basketball in the driveway. Right. And I'm like, man, like I wish I had a couple hours to go out here or whatever and shoot and get up some shots. I can make that time, but it ain't that easy. And so sometimes if you think about it, I, you know, I could, if I didn't have this pursuit and this purpose, I could just shut it down and say, hey, listen, I, I, I would if to spend a little bit more time, a lot more time, I should say, with my family or right. to spend a lot more time watching TV or whatever it is that I want to do. Um, I, I would make a little bit less money. You know, I could do that. Right. But but, you know, you just kind of got to decide what path you want to take and, and what the purpose is, because purpose is everything and, and, and for me. Yeah, like I said, I just I just feel like. You know, I mean, truth of the matter is, even even when you're the boss, even the boss always has a boss because the ultimate boss for any of us, our businesses are the customers. 
Yeah. So even if even if you at the top of the if you at the top of the totem pole at McDonald's, the ultimate decider of your business is still going to be the customers, right? Without so, them, you got nothing. No sales. Right. Without them, you have nothing. And again, like I said, it's different people. I mean, a couple of years ago, I was trying to uh, promote this guy to a, a little higher position, and we were kind of discussing how much more money he was going to make a week. And we figured out, you know, he was going to take home about three hundred extra dollars a week. And then he started talking about, you know, after taxes, you know, that's really, that's really probably only extra hundred twenty dollars a week after taxes, eh, whatever. And I was like, damn, man, you know, you don't want a promotion. And he said something to me that I'll never forget. He said, man, he's like, man, you, you, you work on the weekends, man. You, you got, he's like, you always looking at your phone. He's like, when I get off, I don't have to look at my phone. I said, damn, man, that's, that's crazy. Cause I, I'm always looking at my damn phone. Like I'm, I'm always responding to emails and texts. And he said, nah, man, he's like, I got three kids. He's like, I, when I get off, I'm off. He's like, I, I go to work. And he said, obviously, y'all promote me, so y'all think I do a good job. And I was like, yeah, man, you do a good job. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm at work. I'm working hard, but I like to be off of work. And, and some people, and like, I didn't look at him and say, damn, man, that's crazy. Like, he a sucker. I was like, yo, man, this is a dude that that's what that's what makes him happy in his life. So I'm not going to judge him based on that, right? So, I, I didn't say, nah, you a sucker. So y'all appreciated that, like, work performance-wise? Like, y'all didn't look down on him? Because some companies will do that. Like, you know, nah, I, mean, like, I, I they, understood. You know, accept the promotion. They'll, they, you know, they start messing with you in the, in the job that you're in now and, you know, try to find a way to boot you out because you, you so called should want to be, uh, 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 want to be promoted. You want, you know. Right. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think, like I said, for him, like he did, you know, he kind of talked through the math on him. You know, like he said, it wasn't, you know, he figured out after taxes, it was really only going to be like $120 extra he was taking home. He's like, it ain't worth it. He's like, so for X $120 a week, now I got to respond to you when you email me and text me on Saturdays and Sundays. He was like, nah, I'm good. Because basically, and he was right. He's, He's right. like, basically now, basically for X $120 now, I'm also a Saturday and Sunday employee too. Right, right. He's like, right now I'm a five day a week employee. But for X $120 take home, y'all going to be hitting me up Saturday, Sunday, and late night. He's like, nah, I'm good. He's like, nah, I'm good. Right, right. I said, damn. And, you know, like I said, he said that was what he wanted. I mean, what, whatever he was making, he didn't feel like he needed to make more. Have, and, and he probably is somebody who was smartly living within his means. Yeah, because he would have taken the money if, if, if it meant yeah, that much to Yeah, him. but he was like, man, I'm good. Like, yeah, it probably, I mean, I'm sure. Obviously, that would have helped. That's an extra, what, four, extra $500 a month. Like, I'm sure that would have helped. But he was, I guess because he lived within his means, he was cool with it. Right, right. Like, nah, I'm, I, I don't. He's like, I don't want. He said, he said, I don't want to be like you. He said, man, like I know you on your phone, man. He's like, I know I get email. He said, I know you send emails at like five, six o'clock in the morning. Like, you know, that's the first thing I do, which I really got to stop doing. It's like I wake up first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. Grab the phone. I look, grab my phone. You know, and you respond. Especially, you know, now I'm working on a show on the on the uh, West Coast, but you know, I'm working on the East Coast show. I wake up in the morning, like I, I can have. 50, 60 emails first thing in the morning if I'm right. still in that late working on the East Coast show. So, you know, it's just like, and then last thing you do at night, man, you check your phone, make sure you got a response and some things. It's, it is. It's crazy. But, you know, some people, like, that's the that's the, that's the the life I chose. But I know at some point I'm like, yeah, I ain't trying to do this no more. Too. That, that's the thing is that that's the life you chose. So as long as right. you know that going in, and then right. if you are a boss, it's the expectation setting. 
and the questions. Like, so if I know, like, listen, uh, Tommy is not the guy that, that wants to climb the ladder. Tom, you know, Tommy's not the right. guy that wants to make, you know, all this money and money's not right. the motivator. Right. Then I'm going to try to find a position to fit Tommy in that right. he he can fit and do very well and thrive at it. Right. But for like for us, I've I've always like not always, but big part of like the last 20 years of my career has been in sales. Right. So with sales, like as I grew in my leadership, I would always ask my producers, like, what do they want to get out of this? Like, what do you want to get out of it? Like some people might say like, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm been in this game for a long time. I'm, I've got money saved. You know, I'm, I got clients that are coming in repeat. I don't want to hustle as much. You know, I want to hang out with my grandkids. I want to play tennis. I want to play golf once a week. I want to do this. I want to do that. Right. And then we work the plan around all of that. Hey, listen, this is what you said you want to do and what you said you want to be. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hold you accountable for that, what you said. Right. But if you tell me that you want to be the best and you want to make all this money and you want to help all these people, right. I'm going to hold you accountable for that too. And you're going to have to do what it takes. So that means you're going to have to work on Saturdays and Sundays. That means you're going to have to answer your phone every time someone calls. Right. You know, that, that means you got to work around the clock. Yeah, and some sure people so. see that. And like you said, they'll look and, and we'll, we'll pump them up. Cause you know, salespeople can make lots and lots of money. Like they can have two commas. Right. <laughs> you know, in their in their in their salary. And then like sometimes with us we used to recruit to to that person and say, Hey, listen, you could be like them. You could have two commas too. Right. They'd be like, Oh nah, I ain't really trying to be that guy. I'll right, keep right. I'll keep my one comma. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like I'm I'm good. I ain't I ain't I'm trying to see my kid grow up. I'm not trying to work sixteen, fourteen hours, fourteen to sixteen hours a day, seven days a week. Right. I go to church. You know, stuff like that. Now, I ain't trying to be that guy or gal. So, yeah. uh, so now you're right. I just, yeah, general speak to generals. That that was that wasn't a real smart thing to say. And how could you ever like? I I I have a problem with that too. Sometimes as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, mm -hmm. um, because I do really feel like, uh, you know, that that you should uh, aspire to have some type of ownership. Right. Right. And whatever you do, or even if you don't have ownership, just, you know, try to climb the ladder and make some change and be effective. Because like with me, like I said, in regards to purpose, it's, it's bigger than just me. Like, you know, I want to walk the earth and be remembered for something, right. you know, not just an ego or anything like that. But I want to I want to help a lot of people and affect a great amount of change. Right. And so I I just. I just think that people should, you know, get into maybe entrepreneurship um, too, as, too as well. But then you got employees that work for you when you're a business owner too as well. So if you're talking about the fact that generals only speak to generals and right. this, this, and that, how are your employees really supposed to respect you and work hard for you? Because you're pretty much saying you don't appreciate them. Listen, we can't, we can't live in a world where everybody, I mean, like, we can't live in a world where everybody's a boss. Cause everybody would be a boss. They would be doing it. It's not that easy. Yeah. Right. And not only that, somebody, everybody can't be a boss and somebody work it at the supermarket. Somebody's got to be a cashier, right? No question. You can't, everybody at the supermarket can't own the supermarket. 
Nah, it got to be a role for everybody. So, somebody's got to play a role. And, does, and I, I'm not talking about them talking down to those people. Like, those people do it. Right now, those people are essential workers. And I'm not going to allow Dame Dash or anybody to put those people down. Because, hey, like I said, they got the job. They got a union. They got a pension. That's that's their life. They happy with their life. Everybody doesn't want to be Dame Dash. No question. And it and just because you don't want to be Dame Dash, shouldn't you know? Shouldn't have Dame Dash? Oh man, you're a sucker. But I I did a show, you know, back when I had another job. I worked on a show, Kidnapped by the Kids, which the premise of the show was parents that work too much. So the kids basically like, hey, they go, they kidnap the parent and make them go to Disney World, or make them go like on a camping trip or something, right? So we were casting for the show. So I was going to people's houses. You know, these are upper upper middle class. You know, these are doctors, lawyer types. So I would interview. I would interview the mom. I would interview, most most times it was the mom. Every one every one of my stories was the dad was the person they wanted to kidnap. So I would interview the kids. Then I would interview the mom, and then I would interview the dad. So I would interview the kids, and the kids would always be like, "Oh yeah, you know, we wish dad was around more." Blah blah blah. And then I would interview the moms and. No lie. Every mom I interviewed within five minutes started crying. Oh, wow. like no lie. Cause I'd be like, so well, what do you miss about your husband? That's just, I mean, he works hard all day. Then he comes in and he kisses the kids and he goes back in his office and starts doing work. And like, he doesn't spend any time with me. Like this is what all the wives say. Like, and literally, and like when I say, like, I wouldn't even really try to make them cry, but every one of them, they would start crying at some point in like literally within like 10 minutes, they would start crying. So he'd be like, yeah, I just wish he would, he would literally, he just comes home and he, he plays with the kids for a half hour before they go to bed. And then he waves at me and then he goes in his office and works some more. Then he comes out and he eats dinner and then he goes to bed. And then I would go interview the husbands and the husbands would be like, but did she say she likes that second uh, Escalade we got in the driveway? Did, did she say she likes that third, that, that, that week we go to Disney World everywhere? Did she say she likes that? And he'd be like, that's why that's why I'm in the office late at night. He's like, because if she says that she's cool with us having one Escalade in the driveway, I, I don't mind working eight hours a day. But for that second Escalade in the driveway, I got to work 14 hours a day. Damn. And it was so funny because every I, I think I interviewed three or four families and it was literally the exact, it was exact literally same the exact story. same story. Yeah, it was like the wife would start crying and the husband was like, yeah, but I bet you she ain't say that she ain't say she was going to take back that Porsche truck that I got her that this year. Yeah, like, but they're nah, lying they, though. They're lying because they still will work regardless. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, they they still gonna work whether it's a Porsche Escalade, whatever it is, they're still gonna work. He's like, she, she ain't taking Escalade back though. Is she she want that second Escalade in the driveway? Yeah, I had to stop and think a few years ago. Um, who who was I doing it for? Right. Like was I, and I feel, I was like, man, I'm being selfish. Cause like I say, I'm doing this for my family and I say, I'm trying to leave a legacy and generational wealth and blah, blah, blah. But man, I'm really doing it for me. <laughs> like, like honestly, just to feel good that I can hold, say, hold on, hold on real quick. Hold on real quick. Marty, I want you to hear smug dude. What he just said. I'm doing it for me. Okay. You can say, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, that's, that's the revelation that I came to some years ago. But then I changed when I came to that revolution, the revel- <laughs> revelation, I changed. I'm like, nah, it's just just it's bigger than me. Right. It's really like I always would say it, but my actions weren't aligning with my words. Right. Like the things I was doing was not aligning. 
And so I, I had to stop and think about it. Like, you know, you say that you're doing all these these things to to support the kids and the family and things like that. But when they want to talk, you're on your phone. When when they want to play a game or something like that, you got your door closed playing on the computer. In the morning, when CDC is yelling at them to get ready for school, you know, you don't worked all night, so you can't even get out of the bed and 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 help her not be yelling because the reason she yelling is because she got to cook breakfast. You know what I'm saying? She got to get them up and get them ready for school. She mad at me because I worked all night and I won't get up to help. Right. So all I got to do is just really get up and help and not make it about me and stay, say, hey, listen, I worked all night. I deserve to sleep in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I had to really think about all of that. And like, when I put that together, life changed in our household. Life changed. Right now, this 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 COVID thing got me, like, we in here, like, all the time now. So I'm getting back to that. Right. I'm trying to break away from that. Like, I ain't trying to get back to that that life. Somebody said, I, I don't know who it was, said, when you when you're on your deathbed and your light flashes before your eyes and you and you have those memories, None of that's going to be a work. It's going to be a family and friends. For the block, boy. Take it rough. Every day has been the same old thing on my block. Man, right, got to so let that ride out next week. Yeah, this, this is going around the, on the internet this week. So the question is, I, I, before you even ask, I'm taking the 50 million. Just don't All even, right. whatever. But go ahead. I'm taking 50. Would you take the red pill? You can restart your life at the age of 10 with all the knowledge you have now. Or would you take the blue pill? You jump to 50 years old and have 50 million in the bank. All right. So first of all, if it's 50 million in the bank, there's no question that you're going with the with the blue pill. So let's say, well, let's well maybe down. not, but go ahead. I'm, I got an let, argument. Let, let's put it. Let's put it down to ten because I think fifty million is a is a is a no brainer. You take the you take the fifty million. Me, I'm gonna take five million. I still would take the low number because because okay, I'm forty. I'm, I'm forty four years old right now. No, I'm saying let's let's go let's go to five million. Okay, fifty years old in the bank, or you can restart your life at the age of ten with all the knowledge you have now. I'm going five million. See, I think for five million, I think I think I might restart that job at ten. Nah, I'm good. I, don't, I, don't. I think I restart because I because I think with the knowledge, I think with the knowledge that you have now, and with everything you know now, I think five million easy to be in my account by fifty. Nah, I'm easy good. to be in my account by fifty. I know that that Rona could happen again. Yeah, but now you know when it is, so you know you can you you can no, know the ball. No, I don't know. That's not how you can buy all stuff. you can buy all the stocks before. All, no, you, you can no. buy all the Kodak stocks. No. Man. You you like uh, you like Back to the Future now. Yeah, you know everything's gonna happen. Yeah, that's my that was part of my argument. Like if you did take the ten, like you can take all that knowledge that you have and build something great. Right. Do right by people a little bit differently. You know, like that's what I family, think. all that kind of stuff. But. I'm only looking at right now. I'm 44, right? So that gives me six years. Fast forward six years, I'm gonna be 50, right? I'll have 50 million or five million, cool five yeah, million. Like 50, like I say, 50. We we, talk, we take out the 
The fifties are no question. Okay, five million in the right. bank, extra at age fifty. Right. My kids at that point will be freshmen in college. Okay. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll have one senior in high school and a freshman in college. Okay. So that's going to be, that would be a come up for us. Then I would take that money and reinvest it and and make some, some more money. That that's what I would take that. I would take the 5 million and take me to 50. See, I I think that the question is, is kind of vague because you're saying, I mean, 10 years old, right? So for all the knowledge you have now, now again, does that mean, I'm assuming that doesn't mean that you could do stuff like you could buy Amazon stock. You yeah, know, that's what like I'm saying. We, I was just saying your knowledge, your experience, like you can take and be the smartest person in the world, basically. The right. smartest 10 year old in the world. But that's what I'm saying. But if I if I if I'm smart enough and I can buy Amazon stock when I'm 10 years old, then I'm gonna be worth 1.5 billion. But, so that's what I'm saying. Like if you're but, taking out like buying stock and that, let's I, let's remove I, that you can I, buy I, stock I, and that kind of stuff. No, I still think you should be able to buy stock because well, then it's easy because then. now at, in this life, you know that you can make money buying stock, and you know how, right kind of what stocks are making money and how they make money, especially like if you got that Kodak come up, right? You know, that's what I'm, but I'm but, saying if you're ten years old, that, mean, that means I could know now at ten years old. I don't know. If, I don't know if Amazon was out when I was ten and Apple. But I would be buying Amazon and Apple. I would spend whatever was in my piggy bank when I was 10 years old. I'd be buying Amazon Apple stock, which... And would then you restart today, though? Hmm? Would you restart today? Or would you go back 10 years and get all no. the knowledge? It's saying the age of 10. So it's saying you would be 10 years old. No, I know. As of today, in 2020... Oh, you're I, saying my, I could either take my a, 10. Yeah, I could take a red pill, right? right. And... 2020 i'm 10 years be, old okay so you're saying okay or or i take a blue pill mm-hmm. and in 2020 i'm 50 yeah and you get you got five minutes so i'm either gonna be 10 years old right. or With a 50 years old tomorrow right yeah i'm still going with the 50 because amazon yeah, I, stock is three thousand dollars a share right like but I'm, i mean they ain't giving yeah. me no money at age 10. <laughs> they ain't say nothing about any loot. What else supposed to do with the money? How you gonna buy a stock at age 10? They ain't giving me no money. Nope. I wouldn't hey. do it. Nope. I'm good. Hey, I wouldn't have bad. my kids then. Like knowing right. that I, I got I got children. See, so like for me, right. like I couldn't do it because I got I got, you know, small I, kids I, I, and a wife. I, I guess the question is, is that are you assuming if you go back to 10? that you have more knowledge, but you're, I guess the thing is, is, is if you change anything, then your life is going to change. Like I said, all back to the future, any little small change changes everything. Changes everything. That means I wouldn't have kids. I wouldn't have the kids that I love right now. Like I would, that'd be so selfish. I'd be sacrificing that. Right. To go, go back to age 10 for what? I don't even have the money to buy the stocks, bro. Yeah, that you talking about? You can go back to yeah, ten. I right. holler at you later. But I be in the I be in the league though. I, oh, saying, you be yeah. dribbling the basketball, huh? I be I be in the league, boy. Know what I know now, boy? I be in the league, boy. What? You how tall are you? Uh, five ten. Oh, that's good too. Miss that COVID? They said anybody under six feet, 
you have a less chance of getting that COVID. So being under six feet and ball headed boy, we went into a COVID boy. We oh went it. Gosh, man. We went How never mind, that's next week's podcast. Put that on there about I guess I have to do my research about being six feet because I'm only five five nine on my best day. Yeah. Um, now they just they just said I just saw as a research thing that anybody under six feet has a I think it's like a twenty five percent less chance of getting COVID. So we winning. Okay. Well, I'm saying I'm going. I'm taking the blue pill for the. Right, I'm gonna take for fifty million. I'm definitely taking the blue pill for five million. I'm gonna think about it, but you're probably right because then everything else that has happened in your life wouldn't be there. But damn, that'd be good to kind of start over with some new information. Mm. Nah, it ain't worth it. Not to me. <laughs> ain't worth it. I'll take that five million. Give me, give me door number one. All right, you take, you taking, the, you taking the blue pill, man. Take yep. the blue pill. And I want that vaccination. Yeah, yeah, you had that. You Not had from that. Kodak though. Yeah, I Fouch definitely dog. don't want the Kodak uh, vaccination. Fouch dog telling us what it is. <laughs> Wellington Park. Wellington Park. Yeah. yeah. Wellington Park means you're lying. Welling, you know what it is. Y'all listening every week, 34,000 listeners. You're welling. You're welling all the time. You live in Wellington Park. We actually going to have to name a whole wing of Wellington Park for uh, President uh, Donald Trump. So this week, President Trump said he was invited to throw out the first pitch at the (laughs) Yankees game on August 15th. Only problem with that, he actually hadn't been invited. The Yankees didn't know about it. The Yankee owner said that he had told him in like a conversation, hey, man, if you want to throw out the first pitch, just, you know, let us know. We'll try to set it up. Uh, So the Yankees didn't know about it. The White House didn't know about it. Nobody knew about it. He just came out and said that he was throwing out the first pitch August 15th. And what it came out was that he was jealous. And he said this an hour before my man Faust Dog threw out the first pitch at the uh, Nationals game on opening night. And damn, Faust Dog, man, that pitch was that, whew, that could that pitch could have been the A because that job was awful. But yeah, man, so he just made it up that he got invited to throw out the first pitch. Just 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 threw it up, just made it up, man. Like nobody knew about it. Everybody was scrambling. He, he just made he, it up. He was jealous because Fauci got to throw the first pitch. Yeah, I guess I guess he was just jealous, man. And just and then after he made it up, he then said, "You know what? I'm not going to throw out the first pitch because I got my schedule's too busy for that day." So he made <laughs> it up and said he was invited. Then they was like, "Nah, we ain't know nothing about it." And then he said, "Well, actually, I'm not going to do it because I'm too busy that day." So he welled. They caught him welling, and then he welled again. He's a Wellington Park All-Star. But I'm also going to have a Wellington Park Part 2 today. Part 2. Part 2, because there's another dude that needs to get it. Republican Congressman Louis Gohmert. Two things he well doing. So he got the coronavirus. He's been one of those anti-maskers the whole time. Doesn't leave a mask. His mask don't work. So he got the coronavirus, and he went on TV and said he figured the reason that he got the coronavirus 
was because he finally started listening to those idiots who told him to wear a mask. And he believes that he got the coronavirus from his mask. From his mask. Yeah. And wearing the mask. He thinks that somehow it, it got attached to his mask. And of course, he kept putting the mask on following the rules. And that's how he got the coronavirus. So 151,000 people dead, 4.5 million people infected. And he is the first person that's gotten the coronavirus through their from their mask. Uh, He's welling. And then not only did he do that, he got the coronavirus and he invited his whole staff into the office to tell them that he had the coronavirus. Now, his whole staff, people was emailing like, yo, like, if you got the virus, why are you bringing us into an office? <laughs> like, like, that could have been an email, dog. We ain't need to come see you face to face. And they, even they were like, he's well at that. So, I, yeah, like I said, President Trump, he has his own wing. But uh, Louis Gomez trying to, trying to get in there because he just made up his whole thing about his mask gave him the coronavirus. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an episode of The Mad Rapper. <laughs> why you so mad, son? Tell him why you mad, son. Why you so mad? Um, so Yeah, we're going to get you out of here like we do every week. Take care of your family, even if you ain't a boss, even if you ain't a general. You can take care of your family in life and in death. Get your family some life insurance. Relationships, DNA, and have a plan. Pull up the motor cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate.